Hello, hello. Okay, starting my first Native Stories interview podcast. Yorana Tato, you are listening to Native Stories. Native Stories exist to share the voices of those connected to the land. Native Stories' vision is creating a resource for Pilina, connection to place. Native Stories aims to activate indigenous perspectives. Ovehia to ioa, no waia oahu maiao, no hoao i afraitu moorea. My name is Vahia Wheeler. I am from Waia Oahu and I am now residing in Afraitu Moorea, Te Aumohi, French Polynesia. My guest today is Miri Vidal, who lives in Papitoai Moorea. She is a tipaipai quilt maker, traditional Tahitian quilt maker, an activist for nuclear reparations and justice, a mother, and a grandmother. Miri was living on Oahu, Hawaii during the 1990s at the height of the nuclear-free and independent Pacific. During this time, France had been conducting nuclear tests on Tahiti, French Polynesia, for decades. France started nuclear testing in French Polynesia in 1966 until 1996, conducting between 175 to 188 nuclear tests on Moruroa and Fongataufa atolls. France was taking part in the World Nuclear Arms Race, where nuclear tests were being developed by large industrial countries as a mean of warfare. Other examples would be the nuclear, U.S. nuclear tests on Bikini Island in Micronesia during the 1950s. Midi was a representative of Tahiti and the NFIP activist of Tahiti in Hawaii. She gave speeches with Mililani Trust during NFIP marches and protests and frequented Keikuni Blaisdell's house for discussions on Pacific sovereignty. And during the 1990s, she brought over a group of Kanaka Maoli activists to Tahiti to bridge the islands and build solidarity during the anti-colonial military movement. Midi was born in the south of France from Tahitian parents in 1953 during the French-Algerian War, a war of Algerian resistance to French nuclear testing on their land. Being in the military, her father was then transferred to Madagascar, and they traveled by a French cruise ship through the Suez Canal to the island of Madagascar, who were at the beginning of their independence from France in 1962 to 1965. Her travel through the Suez Canal, stopping in the Middle East on different port stops, gave her an opportunity to experience and see different and many cultures from around the area. She then came back to Tahiti in 1966 and lived with her auntie and uncle. Um, her uncle, who was a renowned photographer for a French magazine, among other things. Her experience living in Tahiti brought her into contact with many politicians from Tahiti and France and many other from the local bourgeois class and navy, there to implant the nuclear testings on Morudoa, Hau, and Fangotaufa. Okay, Midi. Hello. Hi, how are you? My name is Miri Vidal, and I live in Papito A now for the last 20 years, um, doing T5A and others. Okay, thanks. Can you tell us about your background, where you're from, if you have any ancestors or role models you'd like to tell us about? Um, I have many, if 
role models since I have many backgrounds, friends, Madagascar, Tahiti, and Hawaii. And um, um, any, any from my ancestors, my grandfather would be the role model because he's uh, uh, working on the land and and more on the cultural side of my family side. Yeah, cool. Thank you. And so we know that you lived partly in a lot of places, such as France, Tahiti, and Hawaii. And how did you end up in Hawaii during the 1980s and 90s? Well, I met um, now ex-husband. And I moved to Hawaii in 80, 1980. Um, I was just going to go for one month, and I stayed 20 years. <laughs> okay, and um, when and how did you get involved with the Nuclear Free and Independent Pacific, also known as NFIP, during the 90s while you were in Hawaii? Since Tahiti was being affected and you were living in Hawaii at the time, how did you get involved with um, the islands being uh, going through nuclear testing? Well, my brother, I sent my brother to Moruroa to work as um, for the CEP, which is the Center for uh, Experimentation of the Pacific. As a civilian, they, they hired thousands of people to work on the site, in Moruroa mostly. And, um, and then he passed away after 10 years of being in the hospital. And I had, I was coming back to deal with my, my land, the, my heritage from my grandfather. And I found out that, um, the military had um, um, switched a paper from the the hospital. They gave they gave my brother a paper that was supposed to be sent to friends in the laboratory. Laboratory, where it, it was explicit that he was um, contaminated by the the. Mercure. Mercury? Mercury and the heavy stuff. I forgot what it's called. Uranium. No, le, le plomb. Mm. I, don't know I think it's mercury. And then I learned afterwards that, and remembering what my brother would tell me, that during one of the experiences, they didn't put the, the bomb... Uh, deep enough in the ground because they were in a hurry so it it, it created a, a tsunami that broke a um, protective wall made of that material to absorb the radiations and the civilians not knowing what the military did he went to use he went to to gather the the that material to make uh, halters and um 
that's when in my mind it was like something is wrong and also my uncle telling me what the the officers telling my father um at at my brother's death that he died out of um drinking too much that sent an alarm in my my mind saying if that was the case then half of the population would be dead by now because everybody was uh alcoholic starting with my own father and um and um at the time um Tahiti was the most um the world champ had the world champion on using of drinking champagne were known at that time because of all the money coming in pouring in and so when um in 95 I forgot when exactly uh, after Chirac announced that he was going to start the nuclear testing in Moruroa again there was a international convention um international women convention in Honolulu um which I went to uh, out of um curiosity and know what was going to happen I have no idea what was happening I mean what the um, international convention would do and then I was being the only Tahitian in the whole arena um Marian Kelly caught me she was at the time at the university um at the department of ethnic studies and um she 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 told me and and Milani Trask and all the other people that were getting ready for the opening night the ceremony opening night to to let me have a say because of the nuclear testing st- starting in France uh in Tahiti again so that's how I got involved I didn't know nobody except for Marian and she okay thank you <laughs> So you didn't know anyone except for Marian. Tell on. Yeah, it'll get cut as a uh, Yeah, I didn't know anybody. So um she gave me um she told me to come to her office early in the morning that the next morning she wanted me to see some of the movies some of the books that she had about the nuclear testing in Tahiti and most of the people that i read from was um um Tahiti Monamour from uh, what's his name uh, ouch <laughs> um Marie Therese and Ben Danielson whom i knew personally because they were friends of my family and um and there was the several other video that i watched and i was like most of the people in there i knew personally but not knowing what was their um involvement with the nuclear testing and i didn't know that we were involved in it even not knowing it and that's how i 
um, that night I, I was so <laughs> impressed by in speaking to so many people and meet Middle and Trask and all the other people that were supposed to be. It was like all I could say after a whole day of working on my paper, what I was going to say, da-da-dee-da-da-da. <laughs> I just say, we need help. <laughs> that's all I could say. Um, and that's how it went. And and um, the H. Kent was um, Hawaii against a uh, coalition against nuclear testing was formed within the next few days. They asked they asked me, they they I don't know if they asked me, but I was there to to be the spokesperson and and I learned as more about the nuclear testing and what the French did and what they, they didn't do mostly, which is hiding the facts that they were poisoning the whole Polynesia. Um, and telling us, or oh, the people that that was in the government at the time, um, that we were gonna be part of the new world order. That's how we got into it. The Polynesia got sucked into it, but we didn't know about uh, Povan Aopa. I didn't know even though it's our histories. And I was a school teacher before that. Uh, Teaching kids about the French Gaulois and all that. History. (laughs) History, but not our own. So that that made me want to learn more because I'm curious and I want to know the facts and I want to know. So... And then there was a whole group of people that I got to meet. Okay. Um, So what you're saying is in Hawaii at the time, there was already a a strong resistance movement with a nuclear-free and independent Pacific with local Hawaiian activists who were active in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And they kind of understood and knew that there was testing in other parts of the Pacific as well. Yes, because they knew more about the the nuclear testing itself that we did not know. Um, Even though we had Ben Danielson's books and other writers, but at the time it was like, oh, you know, uh, it's just... um, um, I mean, it was not in any everybody's um, side table to to read. So we're more interested in making money, working, dancing, uh, living the the life that we were supposed to live. You know, have fun, mm-hmm. be pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you got involved in the nineties, there was still nuclear testing in Tahiti at the time. No, sh- they had stopped in the seventies. They did the hundred ninety three. Um, no, uh, forget that. I forgot how many they did before, but they stopped in the seventies. And only when Chirac came in ninety five was elected as a president in France. He's the one who announced it that he was going to start the the nuclear testing again in Moruroa, and that's when. 
Hawaii and the rest of the world who knew more about the nuclear testing than we did just sent the uproar to, toward the world. And, and I was just in the place where, where I could have more information instead of the people here in Tahiti who didn't have information and say, oh, you know, a little bit like um, bad news is not really bad news for, for us. So you're saying um, that you understood and had access to information in Hawaii about your the testing that was going on in Tahiti, but it wasn't the, the same case in Tahiti. So there wasn't um, any sort of resistance movement towards the nuclear testing, or was it just smaller in comparison, you think? Well, the Tavini was already there since I don't know when. Uh, I was not paying attention to it. And the Tavini is the Tavini Huira Tira, the Independence Party of Tahiti. Right. And that party led by Oscar Temaru uh, wants the independence to actually be out of the French um, grip and use of the Polynesian land as they wish. Mm-hmm. That's the main core, the main point for the Tavini to, to be alive to to be alive to because there's no reason why we should have uh, colonizers still um, dictating the French um, way of life mm-hmm. and and on my side it's more like they can have the the ways, but in the meantime, they kind of um, brainwashed us from our own culture, our own food, our own land. And also being in Hawaii, I saw what the people without land, what what it means, what it, what it brings, and it's like I don't want that for even me or any Tahitian to be stolen and to to have their land stolen. And so Tavini was um, active during the 80s and 90s against nuclear testing. And so when you got involved, they were also active as well here in Tahiti. Well, the the announcement of the um, the reprise of the nuclear testing just brought everybody out of their shacks to to come and resist, and uh, it started with Floss because Floss was at the government at the time, um, the president Gaston Floss, um, who's pro-French, uh, wanted to to go uh, to to leave Tahiti. And and the people found out, and they wanted to stop the plane from taking off. Um, in their mind, it was like, if you put us in that mess, you at least have to be in the mess. Mm. So they, that's when the, the riot, as they call it, but it was mostly to stop the the plane from taking off. And and the the the, the French already set up. Uh, had more military people 
in Tahiti with weapons. And what really started the whole thing was that they sent, um, I don't know what you call, like um, it's between a bomb and um, um, to scare people. It's like a siren. It's not. It's it's a it's a bomb mm-hmm. um, to to deafen people. You know to to oh, to scare them to scare them. And actually, the way one of them sent the thing hit a little girl up on the hill above the airport, and that's when the whole mess started. They burned the city, they burned... I mean, they they just went berserk. Okay, okay. So, uh, while these riots were happening in Tahiti, because of the reprise, as you... as we can say, the... um, the... the start, again, of the nuclear test in Tahiti, um, you were in Hawaii, and... And how were you feeling at the time, or how was your support, or can you tell us a little bit about that, like your role in Hawaii um, when these these riots were going on and the resistance in Tahiti? Well, I have a good friend, Thea Hirshan, and she managed to have me in contact with one of the ministers of... um, Oscar de Maru, and since uh, I had a fax machine at the time, so we communicated that way. Um, didn't have internet yet, but um, so they would gi- he would give me information that I would pass out to to the people in Hawaii, and vice versa. What whatever was happening in Hawaii, I s- give them the, the the information in in Tahiti. And then that's when we wanted to, because a lot of people got arrested with Oscar and Hirote Arire and all these people because of the riot. So uh, we wanted to get them in Hawaii, and we did um, to get them out of jail. We we did. Um, uh, I forgot the name, the CPU. Center of uh, Pacific. No, 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 no. The the movie, a little PSA with the uh, University of Hawaii. Um, and we actually won the prize for for that PSA, but the money uh, recall was supposed to to be sent to to buy the tickets for them to come out of jail. And so did um public service announcement mm-hmm. PSA <laughs> I couldn't remember. Oh, okay, so the PSA was the intent of the PSA was to get out information about the nuclear testing to Hawaiian populations, uh, the local population of Hawaii and to raise funds yeah. for those who were in jail because of their resistance to nuclear testing in Tahiti. Right. So the PSA was actually, uh, the, the title was Late for Dinner. We're supposed to 
to play a mother and, and son waiting for the dad working in Moruroa and then in the background we hear the, the bomb. So that's why the That's why he was late for dinner. Yeah. And so did did you guys end up raising enough money to bring anyone to Hawaii or uh, help them to be released from jail? Uh, not the ones we plan on releasing, but we had other people who were able to come. Uh, Roland Oldham, uh, Rotimake, and, and uh, other that came. And... Um, I don't know if I should say that. There was a spy that was sent along. From France? No, from Tahiti. Uh-oh. From the, 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 French gov- the, the Tahitian government who played the role as... But we realized that it was too late. I mean, he was in. But it didn't matter because we, I guess... Those guys, all of the other people, they knew how to deal with it. Me, I'm just new in the in the whole circus. <laughs> wow. So, and what was their role in Hawaii while they were while they were there? Um, we're supposed to. We had meetings with the French consulate, who actually was there because of the nuclear testing. Because France had asked permission to land on Honolulu Airport in case of uh, something wrong with the plane going from France to Tahiti, to Mururua. So that's why they set up. Um, there's no regular consul, French consulate in Hawaii. The, um, the main consulate, French consulate, is in San Francisco. But for that, um, they opened the office and they sent somebody from France to be the French consulate in Hawaii. So we had um, organized uh, meetings with him, um, with Terry, to and and some of the Tahitian people to to say um, to ask him to to help us to stop the nuclear testing or just to give them our point of view that we refused the nuclear testing in Tahiti via Honolulu and the the Hawaiian people should have known about it. Wow, okay, okay. So you get they were there with Hawaiian activists to communicate the message that it was not okay by their standards that the French was doing nuclear testing in Tahiti. And when you say uh, Terry um, this is anti, as, as some people know, anti Terry Kekoolani, who is still an activist um, today in Hawaii. Um, that people, as people may know, her as anti Terry, and so th- she was a part of this group. And can you name any of the other Hawaii people who were uh, a strong part of your group and the people that you eventually brought over to Tahiti to do another exchange? As, a, as as you did with Tahitian people coming to Hawaii, you, you also did Hawaiian people going to Tahiti to visit these places. 
Well, I got to meet to meet uh, Kekoni Blaisdell, Solini Heu, Gwen. I forgot, I don't know her name. Kim. Um, it, it, and many others. I mean, we were uh, I, I, that I met at for those occasions, and a lot of other groups came and and um, brought the support. And to my understanding, was that they wanted to. Um, to support the Tahitian to independence, for them to find a way to 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 their own independence from the, that's how I understood it. And um, and there was no reason why I wouldn't be part of that either, since they were part of my um, uh, cause. Then. Living in Hawaii, that was the least I could do is to go and support them in their actions and march. Um, I, I was new to the, this whole thing. Uh, I didn't know really um, how to deal with what. And we had the American Friends Services who were more, um, how do I say that? Who knew the 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 mechanic of how to do things? Me, they tell me, "Oh, be there at this time, and and I'll be there and and gather the people I could get in my car, and we go." And that's how we did, and and I got to meet a lot of great great friends. But we also did um, okay to to come back to Tahiti with the NFIP. I did come to the first meeting that with Hitito, um, and the American Friends Service with Kilali was in uh, part of the the. She was the director, regional director, and she brought in some people. And I said, um, "I'm coming to Tahiti. That's my land. I should be there." And. And it was a great experience because I didn't realize it was an international uh, coalition against the nuclear testing around the world. And we had uh, like hundreds of people coming from Japan, uh, New Zealand, and everywhere. And it, it was, and that's when, that was the first time I came by myself. And then I came back with Soli and Terry, Imai. And Kekuni for the NFIP. That was the NFIP meeting mm. with um, that we did here. And and uh, I'm not sure what we actually achieved, except to be here. And um, I was mostly the the. The driver go over here, go over there, have the speech. But I let since I was here in Tahiti, I let the Tahitian people speak. I, I just stood behind, and and yeah, because they should have the, the 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 words. The they should be the one to say things, not me. I was over there, so I didn't know how I was on the day to day basis here. Mm-hmm. 
So the NFIP, well, the first meeting you're talking about where people from Japan and New Zealand came, that was also in Tahiti? In Morea. Ah, the first one with Hititao was in Morea, where you came um, alone as a, someone to make a connection between Hawaii and Tahiti. Well, I knew the, the um, uh, I knew Gabi, Titiarhei. Um, I think it was bef- it was after the march we did in Waikiki with all the the um, when Bill Clinton was there, Kekuni and this other guy from AFSC and I were chosen to be the spokesperson to bring the a letter to Bill Clinton himself, and so we did a, a whole march through Waikiki, which gathered about more than 5,000 people to the shell, where they, on the Sunday was uh, the last day of uh, Bill Clinton in Hawaii. He was there for the 50th anniversary of the end of World War II. And so we had um, a full army and navy, American and European, like even Russian Navy boats were there in Hawaii, in Waikiki. It was so impressive. And, but the, the main point was that we did that march, and they, uh, we were supposed to be connected by somebody close to Bill Clinton's office who said that we were accepted to go in after the, the, the church service that were given at the Shell in Waikiki. And but at the last minute, he changed. They changed their mind, and we were not able to to address the letter that we were going to present to Bill Clinton. And and then um, because of the the five thousand people were not just tourists. It was all the communities, Samoan, Fijian, um, of the Pacific, Marshall Islands. Tonga, I mean, all were represented, full, fully gar- gra- uh, garbed mm-hmm. in the in the costumes. It was the most beautiful things I've seen, and um, and then in the midst of that, while we were blocked by the police in front of the the gate at the shell, um, some Hawaiians. Um, like I would say the left wing of the really deep um, independent and and um, um, uh, for independence I, f- I forgot his name but they started um, kind of um, rustling up and actually it ended the, the march, not as we wished to be peaceful. And there were some arrests made. So that was um, around the first time that that initiated your first trip to Morea with Hititao. How, how did we get back to this march? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was before or after. And then the um, 
second trip that you made was for NFIP and with Kekuni, Auntie Terry. In 97, I came back with them. And at that time, I came back um, with the Hawaii against um, coalition against the nuclear testing. And were you able to uh, travel around the islands in French Polynesia? Or did you guys stay at one one place for the NFIP meeting? Yeah, we stayed in Papete. Arue, and uh, we did some um, sightseeing with Kekuni and and Terry, and but most most of the um, the time, I think we stayed three three days, three or four days, mm-hmm. I forgot, in in Arue. And then, so eventually, the nuclear testing in Tahiti did stop. Right. This was when you were coming down here for NFIP. It was during nuclear testing time, or it was after nuclear testing time. The, uh, so okay, uh, Bill Clinton, when he was in Hawaii, that was in '95. We we heard through the grapevine that he had sent a message to Chirac to not uh, pop the bomb while he was in Hawaii. So the very next day, they started the first of uh, eight nuclear testing planned, but they stopped at six. So the I think it was in 96 that they stopped totally. And were you able to? Were you guys able to continue with NFIP or? Did you feel like it was over, or how did how did it go after during the nineties and the two thousands with NFIP and nuclear testing? Well, after that, I got swamped with my own family matter and my land, and so um, I decided to move back into Haiti in two thousand because. <laughs> my land was being stolen and I just could not stand in Hawaii and wait for <laughs> so that's why I I stopped everything in Hawaii and I came back here and um, did things continue here in Tahiti with uh, NFIP or uh, any other organizations I think it did but I was not in the picture anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, communications here is very difficult. Um, telephone is expensive. We didn't have internet yet. Um, so, and then since I was fighting for my land, I was again on the wrong side of the fence. So I had to fight the the court. I had to 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 fight the the um, what's supposed to be the gentle um, provider of houses, free houses. So I went. <laughs> I had to go fight them with my uh, nothing but my own self. Because uh, yeah. 
And so while you were here um, getting back your land and coming back to Moria to, to retrieve your land, um, I know that there were some organizations that have continued in Tahiti, such as um, uh, Asociación uh, 193 and Morure, Moruroa Etato. Moruroa Etato is the first one with uh, Rola Oldam mm. and um, uh, the Association 193 is, is maybe 10 years old at the most. But before that, they, they weren't in there. So only Moruroi Tato was, was fighting for the nuclear testing. Well, they were fighting to get the, the sick people, um, to get the health, um, to get the, the French to, to pay for the, the, the hospital stays and whatever. And they're still fighting t- to this day. Mm-hmm. It's still not allowed. So from 1966, from the first nuclear test that France conducted here in Tahiti, up until today, 2020, there is still some, I mean, and there has been ups and downs and uh, within these last, what is it, 60 years of... of uh, education around nuclear testing and reparations and any justice, but it is still active up until today. And and do you follow any of these organizations today or has your life taken, uh, you know, like you were saying, you concentrated on your personal life and so you've uh, stayed on that course? Well, being in in Orea, which is great, but then I'm kind of cut off from all I have is internet so I can only communicate but I don't participate in meetings or march or whatever because um, financial um, everything is centered in Papete and that's why the the march um, whatever march it doesn't draw a lot of people because we're all scattered around the Pacific and it's expensive to just go and, and do a march of what few kilometers a day mm-hmm. so that's why we're so scattered and actually that's a representation of the mentality mm-hmm. the general mentality is that um, everything is so far even though Moria is really close to, to Tahiti but still it takes a lot of it takes money to get there. Um, besides, um, I mean, it, it's just difficult to 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 gather. Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story about your involvement in the '90s and up until today. I'm sure that our listeners have learned a lot about the history of Tahiti and maybe have learned that nuclear testing even happened here, you know, because some people don't know. Maybe it's not a history that's often talked about. Um, Do you have any last thoughts or any other messages you want to share with the world at this time? (laughs) (laughs) Education is the the most important thing. And um, from a colonized country, 
I would say that um, they'll do anything to keep people from learning their own history first um, and whitewash it with um, colonized thoughts that they are better than whatever. And I'm not saying they're not good. It's just they don't pertain to the, the to the land to begin with. We don't grow carrots in Moria like they do on uh, in Rurutu or the Austral Islands because it's colder. Mm-hmm. There, just an example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, education is the most important things, and and uh, that's that. Everybody, you know, we we do have internet, and so we work to share things. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And um, where uh, you have any social media or contact that you would like to share uh, that people can contact you or to see your work today? Because actually, you do T five five, which we didn't talk about too much. But today, you're doing T five five, the trish- the blankets and the quilts of today well I guess I have two Facebook pages one is personal Miri Vidal the second is Tifaifai Papeto A I want to use that word Papeto A because it's to me it's just it's a it's a very important place um, historically that's where the first um, church, um, um, Protestant church, was built upon our mare mm-hmm. that was totally um, desecrated. So Papetoe is the um, is a place that I want to bring to the. Uh, I don't know how to say that. To the knowledge, the consciousness. To the consciousness that it's not nothing. It's not just a district among others. Mm-hmm. It's part of the open hole. Mm-hmm. And and when you start learning, which I did learn to to start learning about my own history, because of my ancestors are coming from here. And I think it's very important that we. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm proud, and I, sh- I am proud because of my ancestors did to bring us to, to this place, and and I see the difference in the mentalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Papetoe has a, has a bad name mm-hmm. because people in Papetoe um, act um, badly, uh, to say it short, not all of them, for yeah. of course, but it has a bad reputation, and I would like that reputation to be changed. Mm-hmm. When you know what's in Papito A, mm-hmm. and even by teaching some of the tourist guides who don't know what Papito A really means, it blows my mind that they, even them as a, um, mm-hmm. a tourist guide, they don't know what's what. They just look at the picture, 
like in a colonized mind. Oh, yeah, we have pretty girls. Oh, yeah, we have pretty flowers. Mm. But what the Papetoe really is with the whole legends of, and not legends, it, it's uh, Opunho is not a legend. Mm-hmm. Opunho is the, the opu, the, 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 the womb, yeah. the womb of a whole people who, who knew how to deal with their own environment. Yeah. And and um, and use all the that we have on this land. Mm-hmm. We we may not have um, oil underground, but we have shells. We have all the fruits we want, and and so that's our rich uh, wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you were saying, education is key. Yeah. So one way is. Sharing stories, one way is through podcasting like we're doing now, and one way is through what you call Tipaipai uh, Papitoai, that you named your, your local business off of this. Well, that's my, yeah, that's, that's my little chip on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, thank you so much for sharing with us here at Native Stories. If you all want, oh, one minute. If I may, I don't know if Terry or Gwen or Minowaka mm-hmm. and all my friends, if I can say hi. I miss them a lot. And I wish them the best. Oh, thank you. So this, there is a shout out to. Terry and Gwen and Minaoka for for their their friendship and connection to Midi. (laughs) If you all want to further connect with us, please do. Follow us on Facebook search Native Stories for daily updates on Native Kind Maya or things. Please download our place-based mobile app and listen to us on all streaming podcasts outlets just search native stories and check out our walking tours too make sure you share us with your family and friends native stories prides ourselves in being your resource of truth telling and indigenous knowledge and the more you share the more people will know and be informed mahalo for tuning in